You've created a monster because nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want Shady. I'm chopped liver. But if you want Shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of weed and mistle some hard liquor. Some vodka that'll jumpstart your heart quicker than the something shocks that my doc. Uh, uh. Mark and Brandon fix podcast day one last time. For what feels like it might be the last time, but I hope isn't the last time. <laughs> Hello, Brendan Hutchins of the Podcast Advocate Network. Hey, Mark Stedman, the podient. We can we can do this. We, we can do this. <laughs> yes. it, we, we've had we've had you know um, nearly twenty episodes, or is it more of practice? Yeah, I'm not sure. But well, yeah, and and each episode I've had multiple times of practice. It's just the listeners mm-hmm. know about that. We're just not good at it. That's that's what we found <laughs> no. out. We're just not good at starting podcasts. Correct. We're pretty good at ending them. Yes. I mean, isn't that isn't that uh, sort of the point of where we're going here? Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. We haven't made it to twenty episodes. Oh no. Um, <laughs> even with this, even with this run, we will have with, with this have, run. Okay. We'll have we'll have just we'll have just made <laughs> twenty. Um, so well done to us. Good for Prolific, us. if yeah. anything. <laughs> Uh, listeners, I'm buying my first house. Uh, I am super excited. Uh, yes. Ha- the, the property includes two sheds, one for woodworking, which is like my, my main profession, and one that's just an empty blank slate shed, which I'm going to turn into a, a recording studio. And I am super effing excited. Um, <laughs> and so I've been making a list in my notes on what I want to do to the house and mm. the sheds and... Uh, one of them includes getting a big recording light um, to ha- to mount on the outside. That will, you know, a red light will, will yes. show that I'm I'm recording when I am. And Brendan then, is on air, <laughs> exactly. And then also um, a smart lock uh, that I can both hook up to a Siri shortcut and say, uh, "Hey Siri, recording." And oh no, Siri, sh- shut up. <laughs> no, no, Siri, I'm not recording. It's it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And uh, and have it turn on the light and lock the door. And uh, yes. maybe dim the lights or I don't know something something else yes. fun like that. And so that just reminded me that I'm so excited, so excited. So as I think uh, on the conversations we've had and think about the the podcasts that I've been talking about and the inspiration that I've drawn from from the chats that we've had, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how much we got into it um, in in previous episodes, but I think we've both come to points with projects that we started before yeah. this uh, mini-series and have now sort of had to bring to an end because we're, I think it's not that we've already found burnout. It's that I think you know that there's a little bit of self-preservation involved, but also <laughs> yeah. the conversations we've had, I think, have really helped us. Certainly, you know, really, really helped me. Like understand, likewise, you know, wh- whether it was talking about market fit or talking about the work that you do to to kind of do it on your own, and mm-hmm. you know, if you're lucky enough um, to be able to to bring an editor on board to help with certain things. Yeah, you know, there's hashtag engagement. Yes, yeah, exactly. The, the community building. And, and all of these, all of these different things, um, it's it, it, it's an interesting. It's been an interesting exercise to to have these these conversations um, for something that is still probably going to be a labour of love. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's difficult. So over the last few weeks, as we've recorded, you know, we we've kind of got together um, most Saturdays for the last sort of ten weeks or so, and. 
listeners, you, you, you won't necessarily know the ins and outs, but as we've been having these conversations, I've been thinking, right, okay, I really want to get this new show together. I know I want yeah. to do something after Beware of the Leopard. Yeah. And the conversations that we've had, whether it was, I think, you know, beginning with with Dan and, and Matthew, I was thinking, right, I definitely want to do that sort of just chat with uh, experts and, mm-hmm. and crib their knowledge and, mm-hmm. and build something that way. And then as we went on to have conversations with people like Drew, yeah, uh, yeah. You, yeah you both kind of gently uh, cajoled me into uh, pursuing an idea of actually taking the, the the book that I'm writing and put it out in podcast form. And, mm-hmm. and I tried it and it didn't work and Mm -hmm. i listened back to the theme tune a couple of days ago and i was like this is rubbish i don't like any of this um (laughs) and then so then came back to the idea of doing the original you know the the chatting with experts and now being at a point towards the end of, of of this run where i'm now going i you know what i don't know if any of this is right uh, I've actually gone through somewhat similar of a journey. Um, you know, like we, I, we've been talking this whole time about, uh, about my political podcast dream of, of making a, a show with some friends and, uh, you know, early on with, with Matthew and Dan, they were really, uh, encouraging me to do it. And, and I got like, uh, really set on it and I was super mm-hmm. excited. And then, um, uh, some more stuff happened behind the scenes, trying to work with them on, on making, trying to work with my friends to make it happen, uh, getting some, doing some market research and that turned out disastrously. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, talking more with, with Drew and Jenna about the whole thing, uh, kind of, uh, uh, poured, poured the milk into my tea or whatever that saying is. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) But poured cold water over it. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of like, uh, I, I gave it more thought and realized how, how much work it's going to be, how much time I have and how the equation doesn't work out. And if I want, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. And mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't right now. And I, maybe I'll come back to it later, but, um, but now it's not the time. But I've also, so that, that for me has been incredibly rewarding to go through this process with you and with, um, with all these great um, minds in podcasting. Um, in addition to that, I've thought a lot about my previous podcasting efforts and how um, a lot. You know, I, I have a lot of trails of of I don't know how to say tears. Trails of tears. That's a horrible uh, analogy to make. But like, um, I have I have these these friends that I've just abandoned along the way. Like um, podcast playlist. I just stopped at the very beginning of a new season that I was trying to put out because I was just so unhappy with it. And no, like no word to the, to the listeners or anything. I didn't, I didn't, I said stuff on Twitter, but I didn't say anything on the feed. I'm like ashamed of myself because, uh, whenever I would listen to like five by five shows in the past and like they would come up for a a couple episodes and, and disappear or they'd come on for a long time and then disappear. And I would always, you know, I'd, I'd reach out to Dan and be like, "Hey, Dan, like, what what's going on with the show? Why hasn't it come back? You know, why don't you put something in the feed and say that it's on hiatus or it's gone or whatever?" And and then, uh, you know, and then I do it myself and I realize, oh shit, this is actually like 
really difficult to just find the time to say, hey, listeners, I'm sorry, uh, I can't put out episodes right now. Hopefully, I'll come back to it. I probably won't. Uh, but thank you for for being here and listening. It's a super hard episode to put out. And I haven't been able to do it on any of my feeds that I've done. I, I kind of did it. I kind of do it a little bit on on nobody asked for this. At the end of every episode, I kind of hint towards when the next episode will be. And for the last uh, for the last episode slash season, I did. I said that I don't have time, and it's going to be a long time before episodes come out again. Um, but uh, I don't really know how. I don't really know how effective that is. But I definitely like. I have this mission in my head that I want to I want to I want to make an episode that that finalizes Podplay and says, "Hey, thank you all for listening. Uh if you didn't know, I've also done these other things including Pan, including Bitrate, including this and that. <laughs> so go check that out if you want to hear more of me. Otherwise, this feed is dead and thanks for being here." Um and I I I have a mission to do it. It's on a mental checklist that I will eventually get to. Um yeah, sometimes you just have to say you have to say goodbye to something. I think part of why a goodbye episode is so hard is that you don't necessarily want to admit, or you're not ready to admit, yeah. that you've had to reach the end. Yep. If you didn't have the end in sight, like I said, for me, you know, we're we're planning our finale of of Beware of the Leopard and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. where we're going to do it, mm-hmm. and you know what we're going to do and stuff. And that's that's nice, and that's a nice feeling. And and you know my co-hosts because they because they don't have to edit it every week, <laughs> and they don't have to um, contend with bad audio or someone not recording audio from their mic and instead recording from their laptop, and you know, me having to take it from Skype. Yep. Because they don't deal with that every week, they're really like starting to to get sad about it and think, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do every week. And for me, I'm like, I'm going to take a break for <laughs> yeah. a bit. Um, but I get it. Like, I absolutely get it. Um, but when when you don't have the end in sight, I think it is it is really hard yeah. because we don't all like to admit, like, th- there's lots of reasons why something has to end. And w- failure has this thing, like, in, in startup culture, there's this this idea of you know fail early, fail often, mm-hmm. um, and and know when something isn't quite working, bail and mm-hmm. work on the next thing. Feel fast, yeah, yeah. Podcasting for whatever reason, I like I I feel like that's the that's the the mantra that I've kind of worked by. Um, I've given mm. shows a little bit of time, but I think one of the things that I'm that I'm realizing in a lot of the research that I've been doing around podiums as well is that persistence is is actually so much of the key and it's not just persistence it's also it's kind of endurance it's it's knowing that you're probably going to so one of the one of the examples um looking into this idea of growth hacking which sounds a lot more douchey <laughs> than it actually is it's basically just science mm-hmm. it's basically just a b mm-hmm. testing changing certain aspects of a website and right, 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 randomly right. testing that against people and rinse and repeat and and um you just keep doing that and and understanding who your you know uh visitors are to your website yeah. and stuff um one of the one of the things that i that i was told very very early on is that don't expect your first your second third tenth twentieth test to actually yield anything, mm. it's not until you get into the hundreds um, that that you start mm. to to see 
results, as it were, um, whatever your version of results is. And I'm listening to a lot of interviews with software as a service founders at the moment. And I've been surprised at some of the companies that, like, I had it in my head that you, and I'm, I'm not talking about Podient here because this this was never founded under under these principles, but the idea with a, a startup is you you work on it for maybe six months and then you you raise the the funding mm-hmm. and then you you know you go and do whatever it is that you do either in silicon valley or whatever and suddenly you've got a solar powered tesla <laughs> you know dream car and, and a talking fridge um but in reality a lot of the stories of of a lot of successful companies you know companies that you've heard of you know services that you use they were around for years before they started hitting that real revenue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yes, we hear about these breakout successes, but if we think back to the conversation with Drew, for example, I think he's a really good example because I think a lot of the people that we've we've spoken to, I think Drew's probably much more of a kind of grassroots yeah. indie kind of success story. Yeah, you know, obviously not to, to denigrate no. any the conversation we've had with the likes of Jenna and, and stuff like that. But he he plugged away at the, the show for, you know, what, three right. three or so years before he hit what we might now determine as having made it or yeah. you know, having been a success. And there will have been milestones along the way that will have looked like a form of success or a, a form of making it Um and you know there, there isn't that one point where you you suddenly climb the mountain and oh look I'm here I've made it. Um, it's it's a series of of steps and then you you reach that next plateau and then you look out and then you climb to the next one kind of thing. Um, and so I think persistence is is probably something that we need to well certainly I need to foster more of and I don't think it's the same for everyone but also. At the same time, if you're not enjoying it, if you're not loving it, again, as the conversations that we've had, you, you know, I think with, mm-hmm. with, with Dan, like if you're not loving it, then yeah, it's probably not. You probably shouldn't do it. You know, look look yeah. for the next thing. Yeah, but but don't make the lack of listeners or the lack of engagement yet be that that reason because right, sticking to it could just be the thing that actually gets you over the hump, especially when we look at the number of abandoned shows, um, you know, mm-hmm. it, to a degree. Mm-hmm. It's like that thing of, um, uh, you know, a, a bear chases you and your friend, and it's like, I don't have to outrun the bear, I just have to outrun my friend. <laughs> There's, like, if you can outlast the next podcast that's kind of, you know, maybe addressing the same audience as you, as long as you can still enjoy it and you're looking for that engagement and that's the thing that's that's wearing you down is like you feeling like you're speaking into the void, then I don't know, maybe just outlasting the competition. Just like really sticking to it and being and you know, like, no, I will not be moved. I'm gonna carry on making this <laughs> yes. show and I'm gonna keep getting better and do my reps um and, and just keep improving and keep honing. Yeah. Um while you know, and, and while everybody else is flaking out, I'm still gonna be here and, and that maybe that's the the thing that we take uh from Yeah, this. absolutely. This should not be what I take from this, but uh <laughs> <laughs> your your bear analogy reminded me of how um most bears, like there are some bears that are are attacking and violent, but most bears are just giant puppy dogs. Like they mm-hmm. they are so friendly, they just want to like come and cuddle up with you, and it's adorable. 
Um, but I'll, go and hug a bear. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds great. Um, but not, and I totally like the, the the totally derailed what you were saying, which was actually a really great point. Um, your, yeah, your 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 message of consistency reminded me of how um the the process i've been doing with with some of the podcasts that i've worked on specifically podplay and unplaced and also to a certain extent serendipity city when when i started out like i i felt like i was doing good i uh i had that 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 ira glass mantra in my head of i know what good taste is and i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to make it happen. And, mm. um, and I look back on it and I'm like, okay, that wasn't so good. I wasn't as good as I thought I was, but I'm learning. And, and like what's with unplaced by episode three or four, I was, and I, I look back at those now and I'm like really happy with them. And episodes one and two, I am very underwhelmed and I mm. wish that I could like redo them. Um, especially the soundtracks because like for episode one, it was, pretty much just the intro that I made on repeat and just kind of shifted it around a little bit because I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do with the soundtracks yet. By episode two, I'm like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. Episode three, I made a fucking banger and (laughs) I love it. And then I look back Mm. at episode one and I'm like, oh shit, I could have done so much better with this. (laughs) It made me want to, it made me want to want to have done what we're doing here and and held on to all the episodes before releasing them. Because if I had if I had hadn't, or if, if the episode wasn't already out for two weeks by the time that I was working on episode three, uh, then I could have like changed it, but it was already published and live and, um, I can't, I can't go back and undo it, which is, you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing. If it was a good, if, you know, if, if it's already out, I can't change it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuss with it forever. Uh, so it's really, it's really complicated. What do you put your likelihood at um, for, for starting a, a new show? Oh, I'm definitely going to start a new show. I just don't know when mm-hmm. it'll be. I am I'm 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start uh, probably um, uh, probably a new show every one or two years and uh, and try it out and, and mess around with it and, and play with the, um, the, the format and ideas. And, and um, I, I'm never going to stop. I I love this medium so much and I'm never going to stop trying to do something with it. Uh, I'm, I'm this series has definitely helped me realize how, how much I want to um, prepare and, mm. and execute well and not just put out a, a, a pop culture uh, conversation podcast, which is fucking what NAFTA is. Brendan. <laughs> Um, ah, says the man who does a show about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, I I really wanted that to be. I wanted it to be something different, and I I I hope every time I think about how similar it is to all the garbage podcasts I listen, I've I've seen and 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 skip. That I really hope it's something different, and I I, I just can't tell, but I try. Mm. Anyways, but yes, definitely, I'm going to definitely continue making podcasts. And and if anything, like I'm I'm a little bit more inspired to because of the series because of these conversations than than not. Hmm. Um, that's good. 
How about how about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I I've I got the bug a long time ago, and and you know, I, yeah. There's only so many hours in the day, and and what I what I mean by that is is more. It's kind of the opposite of that sometimes. Like I, mm-hmm. I've, I've got this quite um, tightly packed day that starts at half five and finishes at sort of six p.m. And then I come home and I don't necessarily want to work because of the the structure of the day means I'm I'm kind of working with purpose. So I'm like I'm I'm mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing from uh, from the start of the day, and then I know what the next thing is going to be, and know what the next thing is going to be. So there's there's not necessarily a downtime. So it's quite intense work, and then I come home, mm-hmm. and I don't always want to do more work or, or whatever. And so the evenings can start to to draw on and if you're the kind of person who who has what I'm now coining the term of restless mind syndrome <laughs> it can be it can be tricky to fix like I've, I've joked about this with friends like I, I the, the amount of times I've I've got home and I've I've had my I've had my dinner and then I'm like what do people do now like I don't know what what do people do they just sit and watch TV until they go to bed like I don't what do humans do I don't know when the day when like they have a job mm-hmm. and then they finish doing the job and then mm-hmm. they come home like do, do you... so for me it's always been side projects and when yeah. you get to a point where your side project became your job mm-hmm. or your side project became your hobby which became your job kind of thing mm-hmm. you there's only so much of that you want to do um you know before you start to just go oh god this is a bit much um and so often the default for me is all right. What what's the next podcast project? Because it's just it's it's ingrained in me. Like that's the thing that I want to do, mm-hmm. um, and and that's what I want to make. And so you know that's where the likes of, of Bitrate uh, is coming. And so sometimes I have that that thing that we've discussed before. Of I want to make a podcast. What should it be about? Which is not the way that no, we should do it. No. And then sometimes it's you have a great idea for something. What form should it take? Yeah, and, you know wh- when that happens. You know, I mean, like I was watching uh, the Umbrella Academy. Oh, nice! And and as I was watching uh, the Umbrella Academy, mm-hmm. a song idea came into my head, and that's the first time Ooh. in I don't know how long well, that's fun. a genuine idea for a song has actually just appeared, kind of fully formed in my brain. Oh, that's fun! Um, because songs for me are stories. Like I can't write in any other way. I can't just mm. write conceptual stuff it has to be a story mm. um and this idea for a story was uh, and and I knew it was a song um and I just wrote down the synopsis of of of, of the song as you know like in, in a three act structure uh like it were you know like it was a story and I was just like it was really nice to be at a point to be receptive to that that's awesome yeah because I think I I'm now off the treadmill of what's the next podcast project got to be that I'm opening up to to looking at other media um, and figuring out how to tell my story. So if, if I look at this this um, book, children's book idea, yeah. if that had first started as a podcast and then I got to the point where I did the first episode and I wasn't happy with it, that would be the end of it. Right. Whereas I know I'm going to go to my coffee shop tomorrow. I'm going to have my um, have my big breakfast and I'm going to sit there with my iPad and my keyboard and I'm going to write another chapter of the book. That's awesome. Yeah, because the idea of the the underlying idea was not to create a podcast uh, a, a podcast it was to create a set of characters and and a, and a story and so i think maybe my biggest takeaway mm-hmm. is is actually starting to really consider 
the medium. And if you want to make podcasts, then then that that's absolutely fine. And I get that. And and I think that's maybe where I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I want to make podcasts. I want to tell stories, and that might be real life stories. Uh, it might be not, you know, it might be made up stories that are in my brain. And I kind of want to do the thing that. I, I want to use the medium that tells the story the best. And yeah, for sure. I almost hope that it is a podcast because I like making them, but I want to make the medium, I, I want to make the message the key here, not 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 focus on the medium. And I think that maybe that's the cure to burnout is, yeah. is actually thinking of the project as, thinking about the message. Think about podcast playlist, not just as a podcast, right. but as a way of discussing interesting podcasts that you like because right. you can then get to a point where if you're if, if you're done and I, I promise i'll stop speaking a minute you're fine if you get to a point where you're thinking about starting the next season you could just go you know what maybe this season isn't blog uh, isn't a podcast maybe this season is a set of um animations or uh, uh, uh or, or some blog posts or uh it's me going into forums and answering questions or like whatever Ooh, the avant-garde <laughs> yeah i know um whatever medium it takes maybe that's that because it's about the message it's about disseminating your love and interest and knowledge about podcasts uh and you know this is slightly weird because it's it's a tied up in podcasts but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know that's that, that that's that's kind of starting to cool. excite me thinking about things in that way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, coming back to my uh, my dream studio at my my new cottage um, for the for the for the near future. Uh, just you know, just the the house buying process, the move, the um, the, the the changes that are going on in my life. Uh, that's going to be taking up a lot of my time in the short term. In the medium term, um, I'm not going to have a great place to really have a setup for recording. I'll have a temporary like desk and and stuff so I can set up right my mic and whatever. I can do stuff, but it's not going to feel like a home yet. But probably a year and a half, two years, I'm going to have my shed built up. I'm going to have a proper space. I'm going to have decent equipment. And I'm going to, I feel like this, this pull and this destination in my head that I'm going to feel so comfortable in, um, that it's going to help me with creative, uh, juices flowing and, and getting to the point where I'm going to be more comfortable making more regular podcasts and other, um, art that, that so suits me. Um, I'm also going to have more time on my hands because of things that are uh, coming out of my life. But, and so I, I, I feel this excitement for the not too distant future. Where's, where's long-term, where do you want to see yourself, Brendan, in, uh, in five years time? Like what's, what's the, what's the five year horizon look like for, for podcasting for you and for the industry? Oh my what gosh, for the industry. Oh boy. Uh, start with you. Yeah, let's let's start with smaller. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, for me, like I am trying to transition more into a career in podcasting. Right now, like my main income is remodeling, and while that is amazing, I it, I get to work with my hands. I get to see something uh, progress in front of me. 
Um, I know that it's good work, and so I can feel really proud of it. I get to see my, I get one-on-one interaction with my clients, and they, you know, they're appreciative and they give me money. So it's like all, <laughs> it's a very practical, very um, rewarding career. It's also really hard on me, and with my chronic fatigue and and other things that are going on with me, I don't see a long career path with that. Like maybe definitely five more years, maybe 10, maybe 15, depending on how things go. My new diet's really helping me out a lot, but I, I worry about long-term trends. So, so yeah, I am trying to focus more on, on the podcast industry. I don't know what the future is for pan, I love Pan. I want it to keep going, but it's it's such a fun side project for me. Um, and you know, I do get editing clients here and there. I do get um, some things that bring money in, but it's not like a huge revenue source for me at all. Um, I think I'll always like kind of keep it going as long as people are interested and people are interested, which is which is amazing. But I am. Uh, my, my, my long-term goal is I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely work on creating a podcast or two that are something that can be, um, uh, a, a long-term either weekly or bi-weekly podcast that I, I, that I can be consistent on because I've never been consistent on any of my podcasts. I'd even say platform and bitrate we have, you know, because of the, the hiatuses and missed episodes that I've had to do, um, I haven't been able to have the consistency that I've wanted to uh, at least try and, and really give the best effort to to um, putting the show together. And so I want to I want to have one or two, two podcasts so I can really do that with that. Um, yeah, that I really get the college try to, and then uh, a, a lot more podcast editing. I've been taking on a few more clients, which has been really great, um, and. Uh, you know, it, it becoming like I, I, I'm, I'm flattered at what the the position I have had, I've, I've put myself into in the podcast industry. Um, and you know, I've become the podcast librarian, the second ever for Podchaser, and uh, it feels so rewarding to be recognized as somebody who has decent taste in podcasts. I guess, I guess that's what I'm recognized for. Um. And so I, I want to, you know, try to continue to grow that as much as I can. And it, it feels so weird to think of myself as a brand that I'm trying to uh, cultivate, I guess. Um, and and I, I think back to a lot of what Marco talks about, about um, how much he hates brands and how much he hates that cultivation. And I think about that a lot. Marco hates everything. He, he does. Fine. And it's and it's, he also, he does all those things. I mean, a lot of those things. Mm. Like he... Uh, he I, is a brand. He, you know, he is a very sure. consistent brand. Yeah, Marco Arment. For those who are we are aren't in the know of what we're talking about, and he like, but I, he's also really thoughtful, and I, I appreciate that. Mm. Uh, and I, so I, I try to like you know take his thoughts and and and, and think about them on my own and, and apply them to myself as best I can because I do believe that he has a good moral foundation um, mm. that uh, that I that I appreciate. So uh, yeah, I think that's kind of my my. F- f- I, 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 you know, I'm gonna I'm going to you know instead of having podcasting be just my 10 percent time, I'm gonna pr- try in the next five years try to shift it to my maybe 50 percent time, and 
um, have have there be enough revenue to actually make it make it worth it. So industry wise, next five years, I it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Spotify Gimlet thing. Um, they they recently talked at the Hot Pod Summit about how all the old Gimlet shows are not going away. They're going to just stay the same. They're going to keep going. You know, uh, don't worry. But all the new spot, all the new Gimlet shows, they didn't say anything about. It. And of course, they're going to be a lot of exclusives. Uh, and it's a massive Gimlet's massive, and you know they're they can probably make internal and external of Spotify shows, which is probably that's that's my guess is that's what's probably going to happen. But it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the whole industry, and if Gimlet is going to be, I'm sorry, if, if Spotify is going to become this, this monster that starts eating things up, if Apple or other larger companies are going to um, get the same idea and be like, oh shit, now we have to start gobbling up big production houses so that we can have exclusives. Uh, I don't predict that for Apple. Uh, I think that they just like, yeah, we're, we're the big dog. We don't really give a shit. <laughs> like, uh, you know, everybody comes to us and we're fine. I think, I think they're going to ride that until they actually get bit by it. But I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I, I predict the podcasts are going to grow. Um, I think it's going to be a slow and steady pace. Like kind of like it has been. And, uh, uh, you know, we're just going to keep seeing more and more odd celebrity podcasts like David Tennant and, <laughs> um, uh, Conan O'Brien and, whatever, just come out with, with their own thing just because they can. Uh, and then, you know, they're not very good. <laughs> I love David Tennant. I've loved him since Doctor mm-hmm. Who. Uh, uh, I've, I've loved him in everything I've seen him in except for camping. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the podcast was so underwhelming. Um, but anyways, uh, how about you, Mark? Well, five years time, um, I'll be I'll be sleeping on my, my sweet, sweet Casper mattress <laughs> and... Uh, drinking some sort of um kale smoothie that uh anyway no um i want to be i think so let's there's there's two possible futures um in in a choose your own adventure style there's the running continuing to run podium future mm-hmm. and there's the what happens after podium future for whatever reason it's you mm-hmm. know let's say i get bored by spotify there you go and so to to that regard i i i want podium to get to a point where it kind of it's just it at that nice even keel where you know yeah. people like to use the service and you know there's there's only a couple of fires to put out uh, every now and again and yeah. uh, we're just we're just sort of you know keep keeping on track of things and i think i have conversations with people sometimes and they're kind of surprised that we're not there um because the brand that I have with, I don't know if this is because of the brand uh, or, or or what, but the, I think the the brand that Podium puts out is quite sort of self-assured and yeah. the messaging is, is fairly sort of like, it, it's Confident. not particularly yeah. thirsty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it's got a confidence about it, which um, sometimes belies the fact that I think people can be surprised at um, the fact that it's, you know, it's, 
it's not comfortable. Right. You know, it it it, it survives, and, and I'm its biggest expense at the moment, and all that all that kind of stuff. And so I'd like that to change. Um, and so there, there's that. But but let's say um, in in a year's time, I I don't know yet. Let, let's go go the the, the fantasy route of uh, I sell to Spotify. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> you know, let's let's you know yeah. But whatever. Um, then I've you know I've had all sorts of ideas. I'd love to really put my weight behind a good podcast network yes. and and really try and make something. Um, I, you know, I, I tried to do that in 2014 or 2013, and it, it 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 didn't work. And I didn't really know what I was doing and did things the usual way. I think really the next thing I do, I can't and don't want to do it alone. Um, because I don't know enough. Like the, the things that I know, I know you know enough to to be dangerous. But <laughs> there's there's so much that not just the things that I don't know, but also having that other person to to bounce ideas off is is so important. And um, it's it's so easy to go down a particular road or route and think that's the way forward. And it's not until you start having conversations with people that you know that can either lead you in a different direction or can make you more excited or they, they can reveal something you haven't thought of. So you know that I'd love to pursue that at some point. And so so there's you know there's there's the uh, in, in in the the Bandersnatch choose your own adventure game <laughs> that is my life. Those are the the two options I, I think. And it, it, at, at the moment, I don't know which one I'd pick um, because. Mm. I love Podient, and as I've said many times before, mm-hmm. it's the best thing I've ever done. It and is, yeah. um, I want to continue making that an awesome thing. I just want to, it to be sort of self-sustainable there. Yeah, yeah, um, and just kind of ah, there it is. And mm-hmm. you know, if I go on holiday for a week or two weeks, there's someone kind of minding the shop, and uh, that kind of thing. Um, more, more into the to to the industry itself. I think I, I do think that Apple is going to. I think something's going to happen in the next few years mm-hmm. um, because I've said early on, either on on platform or bitrate. You know, I've had this analogy that Apple's got this ball, but they don't really mm-hmm. like. They don't want anyone else to have it, mm-hmm. but they're not that bothered about playing with it. Like I see oh, my yeah. cat sometimes. Yeah, and they're, the, they're the kid that stuffs the ball underneath their shirt and runs away. Absolutely. Um, you know, or like my, you know, Roscoe, the big cat here, will just sort of sit lazily with <laughs> his paw on something, and and he's not fussed about it at all. Yeah. Bailey will come along and be like, "Mine now," and and <laughs> Roscoe's like, "No, mine." And he's like, yeah, but you weren't playing with it, Roscoe. Bailey wants to play with it now. No, mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And. And that's Apple. Um, and I think what's happening is very slowly, Spotify is just eh, yep, eh, yep, eh, just inching that ball away from them, just eh, just very, very slowly, and you know, just just it, it's attached to a little string, and eh, eh, ever so slowly, they're just pulling the yanking the string. Um, and at some point, Apple's going to wake up. That that eye is going to open up, and it's going to go. Oh, hang on, the ball is three feet away from me. Well, how did that happen? And they they're going to go and chase it. I wonder if I could tweak your analogy just a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong. If you think it's different, but I see it more as Spotify is uh, they're inflating their own ball, and they're just going to take over the court. Mm. Um, while Apple, you know, still holds the ball and, and is running away. Spotify's like, all right, well, you know, I'm just going to pump and pump and pump until I got my own ball going. And then, cause I, I feel like they're, they're, they're going to be so, 
isolated and separate. You're absolutely right. And and I think the, the reason you're so right is because they're bringing um, people who were previously not podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, I think that's 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 why that ball, like that's why it is a different yeah. ball because yeah. the ball that Apple's playing with is, is the ball that it's had for the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Whereas, yeah, the, the ball you're talking about, Spotify are pumping that up themselves with people who weren't traditionally podcast listeners. Exactly, exactly. Which is a good thing in in the whole field of you know it's going to bring in more people who haven't been listening to podcasts i love that aspect um i just don't like the silo aspect i loved uh jason snell's um commentary on the spotify buy i think it was on upgrade it might have been on the secret subscriber podcast where uh he talked about how you know it makes a lot of sense for spotify to bring in podcasts because they have to pay per song yeah. when somebody's streaming music. They don't have to pay anything when somebody's streaming a podcast and it keeps them it keeps the people on the service, keeps people wanting to to buy the service and all that or or listen to ads or whatever. Uh it really does make a lot of sense for Spotify. It's just mm. it's just not a good podcast app and it's a silo which both are detrimental to the podcast as a podcast industry as a whole. Uh, okay. I <laughs> I'm with you. Uh-huh. I th- I feel like it is. I, I'm going to say some things, and I don't know how much I agree with what I'm going to say. Go for it. So I, I won't, get, I won't bear, bear that in mind. Yeah, I won't hold you to anything you say. But I wonder, given that Spotify actually have a more open directory than Apple now. Oh, uh, please explain. Anyone can submit to Spotify, and they don't review submissions. Oh. I thought they did. Interesting. I believe not now. Uh, I believe they don't. I believe that you can just submit and you will get listed. And you you know, you no longer have to be uh, partnered with a particular provider. You can submit your own RSS feed and you'll get in. Yeah. Yeah. The silo aspect, which is absolutely true, is the fact that they rehost your audio. Now, the reason, I and I, I do believe that this is the case, it's a technical reason, and I support this, is mm. that that's the way that they can make their audio work across devices in the way that it does. Oh. In the way that you can get a podcast to play on several speakers at the same time. They can only really do that if they are hosting the audio themselves. You couldn't do that. if So Marco Arment talks a lot about um, dynamic ad insertion in podcasts. Yeah. and you couldn't do something. It would have to come directly from the phone and then be broadcast out um, in order for that to work because you can't take the same MP3 file and play it via different speakers because it's not the same MP3 file. You would start to, they would start to get out of sync as you have different ads. Um, Whereas because of, of the way Spotify deliver their audio, that's absolutely something they can do. And you can turn your phone off. Your phone can die as long as, you know, you've got something to control the uh, you've got a control plane that you can talk to to say skip, stop, pause, whatever. Um, your audio will continue playing regardless of what started it, and so that is that's a really really good huh. thing, and it is cross platform in a way that most uh, you know many other apps aren't. Um, yeah, that's true. I'd I'd like it to get better at, at you know things like uh, voice integration and stuff like that and, and mm-hmm. you're like you are of course absolutely right in that it's not a good podcast app right um, but it is at, at the moment they're not going after us no you know, I don't listen to podcasts in Spotify of course I don't I don't even listen to music in Spotify <laughs> oh well yeah I mean that's a different thing like I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. Spotify all the way oh nice um, okay. but I've no 
I have no interest, no desire at all to listen to podcasts on Spotify unless I'm making sure that they work okay. Yeah. Um, and but but you know, like I said, my brother does. My brother's in the car and he'll listen to to the Anfield rap or uh, something else about Liverpool um, because that's what he likes. And they're all on Acast and they're all on Spotify, and that's and Spotify is the app he uses. He brought up an interesting point, okay, which I think about a fair bit and, and, and have been a little bit more and I, I wonder I'm kind of wondering why they haven't entered this space um, but where is Amazon Prime mm-hmm. for podcasts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where is the uh, the rolling in of the Amazon music service mm-hmm. into podcasts or the, or the other way around yeah. um, given that they've got a suite of smart speakers which will yeah. sound perfect for podcasts yeah. and and they've made their they've own... They've got a music service. Yeah, they've got music service. They've made their own audio programs. Well, they're not podcasts because yeah. they're not distributed, but they they make their own, uh, yeah, independent audio uh, mm-hmm. shows or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, they've got the mechanism. They still have a good app. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I mean, none of their apps are, are particularly good apps. Um, no. So it was a conversation that that my brother was having with a with a friend who said um he he was a uh, an Amazon Music subscriber and um he didn't have a podcast mm-hmm. app and it wouldn't take Spotify that long to to get themselves a, a directory I wouldn't have thought. Uh they've obviously got the music stuff sorted. They could compete in this space and then yes it's another silo mm-hmm. but we are mm-hmm. already in a world where you have to submit your podcast to a few places anyway so you know what's honestly what's one more um yeah. so i don't know i i think and and i think the the other thing is we we probably will get to this horrible point of exclusives and then yes you know people like me will stop will say that's not what a podcast is because you have to have the app and this is the the difficulty that gimlet's going to get into yeah so um, do you think do you think you podcasting know. is going to become a world with Hulu and Netflix and HBO and um, Showtime and all these different uh, big houses yes, absolutely. That, that, that are absolutely just all I separated? Hmm. Absolutely, I do. But there's also going to be public access television. Um, yep. I think yep, yep, yep. The, the, the people who aren't blessed by those networks, I think, you know what? Actually, you know what? I don't know. I was going to say the internet roots around, uh, and I, I get that um, R O U T E S, um, <laughs> and the, you know, which, which is a common thing. Like a, a lot of problems, the internet roots around them and figures out a way to circumvent things, whether it's you know, for nefarious purposes or just to liberate information, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I actually don't know when I, when I stop to think about it and mm-hmm. and and stop mm-hmm. just trying to sort of be, yeah, fist in the air, um, egalitarian about <laughs> mm-hmm. it and actually stop for a minute and go, you look at the likes of Acast and, and I'm not, I'm not at this point, I know I've talked a lot of shit, but I'm not demonizing them when I say this. Companies like them, uh-huh. they're, dr- they're going to drive down the cost for acquisitions and all that kind of stuff. And they go- I think we're going to get to a point where it, becomes like youtube where we will just have these these places where people will put their audio mm-hmm. um and it will just be a lot easier to access uh, what what that is yet yeah, i don't know whether it's anchor and there's some system by which 
you can use whatever app you want. I don't know. But I, I, I worry that there is going to be a tipping point because I think that that mentality of the internet routes around works to a certain degree. Right. But there aren't enough people who are that worried about controlling their own feed. Yeah. Uh, I think there are far more people who will just go, you know what, actually, if there is a chance to sell uh, some pre-roll ads... You know what? 50p per episode is 50p more than I was making last week. Yep. It's 100% more money than I was making last week. Yep. And everybody's already on this platform anyway, whatever platform it is. So I I actually don't know. Five, five years down the line, I'm not maybe as hopeful as I was mm-hmm. because I think it's, it's going to be harder for the industry because there's probably going to be a few people um, jamming. There's going to be a few bodies jamming into this this one small doorway. But... I think one of them's going to force their way through and I don't think it will kill independent creation. I think what it means to be a, an independent podcaster will change. And mm-hmm. I think this this idea that it's just based on RSS, I don't know. Your, 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 your doom and gloom prediction <laughs> reminds me <laughs> of... Uh, uh, the darkest timeline. <laughs> another podcast that I was recently about to start that and I didn't is uh, a podcast I was going to create with uh, with Sarah, my my wife, and it was called Together Alone, and it was um, it's going to be an audio drama in seasons about loneliness and about you know how how you can feel lonely when you're with somebody. Mm. One of the things that she said to me when we were kind of coming up with the idea and and brainstorming it and and planning for it was uh, she was asking me if I if we'd missed it if we'd missed our opportunity in the industry, like if in terms of like with, with blogging and stuff, you know, like when, when blogging came around, there was like a sweet spot where anybody could come up with a blog and it would, it would really take off because everybody was thirsty for it. And there was just, there was such a desire and then it became flooded and then everybody had a blog and no, then then nobody wanted to read them anymore. Um, Or at least a lot fewer. Uh, And she was wondering about, that state with podcasts because uh, I mean, it, it may be the circles that I run in and probably is, but everybody has a podcast. Like it's just like, like, you know, like 15, 20 years ago, everybody played guitar and, <laughs> and there's, there's, there's constantly this thing where everybody has the thing of the moment. And um, I've thought about that since then, like wondering what, what podcast future is going to be if, if everybody does have a, podcast are are they going to get burned out of it are they going to drop it and then not like podcasts in general anymore not even listen to them um which now i'm i want to put a i I think i'm a couple parentheticals deep and i want to add another one which is like the amount of people that make a podcast but do not listen to podcasts is infuriating the the people who, who don't really care about podcasts are the or the meat, you know, the medium as a whole and just want to put something out there. Like on, on one hand, I get it. Like you don't have to read blogs to be a blogger, but, and you don't have to ha- listen to podcasts to be a podcaster, but it's good to at least know the medium and know good etiquette. And, uh, I don't know. I've, I've been putting together some lists for Podchaser on top podcasts. And th- there's, there's some that are on the top lists because of downloads and like they're, the description of their podcast is the same as the title of the podcast, which doesn't say anything about the podcast. It's just the person's name. 
And it's like, oh my God, come on. There, there are so many things to take from your your point, I think. Um, yes, everybody um, everybody can have a blog. Um, I don't think it means that there's fewer readers, but I think what it does mean is, because there's more people reading them, but it means that your market share has gone down. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we, we're, we're now at a, a sort of a market readjustment point. With podcasting, there are still so few people who actively listen to podcasts that there is still space in people's days so often we talk about making shows and and you know there's limited time in people's days Mm -hmm. often we're thinking about pre-existing podcast listeners Mm -hmm. and what a lot of companies are doing well i think is targeting people who aren't because Mm -hmm. that's where the growth is Mm -hmm. Uh, in the same way that the google podcasts app makes a lot of sense in in the same way that spotify makes a lot of sense because it's going after people who are just in their cars on their commutes who don't really engage with this stuff but they've suddenly seen this thing pop up they've heard the word podcast it's been mentioned by a comedian they like uh and they're like oh check out what one of these things is i think it's a bit like radio but with fewer quality controls that's the (laughs) you know that like that's what i understand podcasts to be and so there's several people like my dad might put on a podcast because he opens the Spotify app. Um, and so you open up this this huge swath of of, of listeners. And, and I think possibly to to veer away from the darker timeline, a, 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 you know, a better way of looking at it is if we can open up these new audiences, then, yeah, we'll take away listenership from from some of the big dogs, maybe, or we'll dilute that listenership, but it will get spread and far many more people will come along that those big shows won't just be entitled to because they were the big shows, um, because those big shows maybe are only interested, uh, interesting to people who are interested in podcasts. Whereas as the size of an, as, as the footprint of, of audio listening grows, then we can, find these little gaps in people's minds of of weird little interests that they're in that they have and we can find things to fill those interests in the same way that that blogging does and as long as we can stay classy <laughs> yeah. um then we'll be all right because blogging has that same problem like blogging has that class problem there's there's a lot of sure um, yeah you know, crappy content and people just trying to want to, I mean, I, I literally, one of the courses I took uh, in, in my little strategy week was basically about how you can rip off other people's content um, and just do one better, hmm. like make one more point or make a slightly better graphic to go at the, at the top and, and, and you'll do better. And it's like, as if we can not dive to that level and that's, that's where the darkest timeline comes in. Yeah. That's where I start to worry. But if we can avoid that, then, Ah, there's there's hope for us yet. In case this is uh, the last episode of Bitrate, which I hope it doesn't. I hope I hope we come back with, uh, you know, in, in in future plans or whatever. But um, I I would be remiss if I didn't rant about Gimlet one last time. <laughs> Do, are you subscribed to either Without Fail or Startup or both? <laughs> it's funny you should mention that, Brendan, because uh, I'm subscribed to uh, Startup and obviously uh, Without Fail episodes have started going boop in my feed. Yeah. Um, and I was quite happy to listen to the S-Mail one because I like uh, I, I like Mr. Robot a lot uh-huh. and I like an uh-huh. auteur, uh-huh. but I'm not interested in the, any of the other episodes. 
I didn't subscribe to that podcast. Right? Like, I, I did subscribe to Without Fail because I actually like Alex Bloomberg. I like his interview style. I like how he's kind of yeah. weird. I like mm-hmm. um, the 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 casualness of it, but also the the depth of of mm. conversations that he actually gets into with people. Uh, mm-hmm. He had one recently with um, a woman who revitalized Build a Bear, and it was actually kind of an mm. interesting uh, discussion on how to rebuild a brand, mm. and like they went through. Um, through some of her, of her successes and failures. And I, I really liked it a lot, but I don't need to hear it fucking twice. Mm-hmm. Why the hell it does a, a major feed, a, 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 a very prominent, a big podcast feed being taken over by another podcast, like either, either combine them into the same fucking feed or have them as two separate podcasts and don't mirror the podcasts and make me download each episode twice. <laughs> I, I, I feel you, mate. I, I, I understand. Yeah, so we haven't fixed podcasting, Brendan. We, no, no? Shit. I thought that was the goal. Uh, so did I. So did I. Damn it. Uh, and it, 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 it <laughs> seems that we haven't. Should we meet back here in, uh, in, in 18 months and see if, uh, if either of us can, um, can fix it? It's a date. Sounds good. It's been a pleasure, Mark. Oh, mate. I like speaking with you. Likewise. And I think this is... This is probably just this is just us talking. Yeah, I don't know. I, I nearly said we should keep something open that's not bitrate, but mm-hmm. it's like us two just talking. Yeah, I'm I'm game. I'm game. So did we? Just- yeah, I think we did. I think we. <laughs> I think we just. I think we just cooked ourselves, Brendan. Oh, that, oh no! That oh no! Work. My free time. For the last time, this time. Bitrate is produced and presented by Brandon Hutchins and Mark Stedman. Find all of the episodes at bitratepod.com. Thanks to every one of our guests and listeners for helping us make this great little show. You can follow the boys' work online. Brandon has a slew of shows at podcastadvocate.network, and Mark has a brand new 15-minute podcast at stedman.io slash podcast. Now, go listen to Reply All or some shit, I don't know. This podcast is produced by Podient. To find out more, visit podiantproductions.com. That has to go in. We just started a podcast with no idea about what the podcast was. We just did the opposite of our... Oh! No! <laughs> oh, we're the worst. Have we learned nothing? Apparently not. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. Oh, that's great. <laughs>